The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. After years of back and forth, the federal agency announced earlier this week that the FBI's new headquarters will be built in Maryland, not Virginia. But a letter written by FBI Director Christopher Wray is challenging the decision. VPM News' Dontea Price-Lisco has more. A senior executive with the General Services Administration picked a site in Prince George's County, Maryland, overruling FBI leadership's preference for one in Fairfax County, Virginia. Maryland officials have heralded the decision, saying it will bring overdue federal investment to the D.C. suburb. Here's Delegate Julian Ivey, who represents a portion of the county where the new HQ could be located. We don't have nearly the same amount of federal office space that other jurisdictions surrounding D.C. do, uh, but we, we really should, quite frankly. But according to Ray's agency-wide letter obtained by VPM News, the GSA official who made the call chose a location owned by their previous employer, the Washington Metro. Across the Potomac River in Fairfax, Supervisor Jeff McKay says it's the latest in a decade-long, overly politicized process. Not only was the decision made potentially in in poor faith with regard to the FBI's needs, but that the decision could have been potentially corrupted. It's just astounding. On Thursday, Virginia Senator Mark Warner said the Commonwealth's congressional delegation will call on the U.S. Inspector General to investigate. Dontea Price-Lisco, VPM News. WAMU's Margaret Barthel contributed to this report. For the latest updates on this story, head to vpm.org. State Senator Jennifer Boisco announced Thursday that she will run for U.S. Congress to represent Virginia's 10th district. Boisco has been serving in the Virginia Senate since 2019 and is the second Democrat seeking the seat. Former Virginia House Speaker Eileen Fillercorn announced she would run last month. Representative Jennifer Wexton said she would not seek re-election after being diagnosed with a neurodegenerative disorder. Mental health in the U.S. has worsened since the pandemic, hitting children especially hard. But one Stanton-based counselor has a new series of books out offering a novel approach to helping kids with behavioral problems. VPM News' Henry Brannon has more. After getting his master's degree in counseling psychology and spending a decade working in mental health roles around the valley, Dustin Wright opened up a counseling practice in Stanton. But as he worked with families, he found books on children's behavioral health problems often focused on either the parent or the child, leaving each to figure things out on their own. If there's conflict, then that already causes a divide, and we're using our resources that continue that divide? That made no sense to me. So he wrote his own books that combine education for parents with play therapy for children. So you got engaging for the kid, helpful educational and training for the adult, and then the fact that they're doing it together can be healing in and of itself. Wright's books are available at happyhobblebooks.com. For VPM News and WMRA, I'm Henry Brannon. Henry's reporting is in partnership with Report for America. 
The Library of Virginia has chosen Dennis T. Clark to be its 10th librarian. Clark has over 12 years of experience in academic research libraries, with his current position as Chief of Researcher Engagement and General Collections at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Prior to that, Clark has served as Dean of Libraries at the University of Arkansas and also served as an Associate University Librarian of Research and Learning for seven years at VCU. Clark will start in 2024, and he succeeds Dr. Sandra G. Treadway. In an effort to slow drivers down in school zones, Richmond has installed four speed enforcement cameras at two schools on a trial basis. The approval stems from a law passed by the General Assembly in 2020. Ian Stewart with VPM News has details. The new service Link Microtransit is now available for use around the city of Richmond. Link is an on-demand transit service that uses Link-branded care vans that riders can use to get them from their location to the nearest transit service for areas that aren't close to a transit station, according to GRTC's website. The new transit option is currently being piloted in a small portion of Henrico County, with more zones planned for the future. The service, like all GRTC's transit options, is free to use. There will be road closures and no parking zones in place ahead of the 2023 Richmond Marathon. Cars parked in areas marked no parking will be towed starting at 9 p.m. tonight. Signs providing detours around closed roads will start to be put up around 10 a.m. Closures are set to end Saturday night. Some of the major roads impacted include Broad Street, Monument Avenue, Arthur Ashe Boulevard, and the Huguenot and Lee Bridges. For a complete list of marathon-related road closures, go to vpm.org. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.